This is exciting. We're, we're, going at, we're going after the harvest. They're coming in in Jesus' name. We had so many visitors even this morning, and, and they're excited and, you know, just, uh, you know, it's people that have never even been in a church like this before in their life. You know, we're used to those real quiet churches. <laughs> Hallelujah. All, is, all I remember is that big, long stick when I was growing up in church. And uh, I was a talker. Do you, do you know that, that they used to send me home with these cards that my mom had to sign from school? And uh, they, would, they would be a white card. I never remember. I mean, I always remember it. And it would, it would just be a big D in conduct. And I, had to, and I had to bring it home. But you know what I did? I would always sign it. And one day they found out, and did my mother, I won't say she killed me, but almost. <laughs> Be quiet. Stop talking. Hallelujah. But I've learned. Amen? And then I met Pastor Red, the quietest man on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. You, you, you know, some people, when, when, when it gets quiet, you know, some people, you know, just don't talk. They'll, they'll just like, and then other people, when they're talking, they're just nervous. Somebody's got to talk, so somebody's got to talk. So talk, <laughs> you know, the sky is blue, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't know why I'm talking about that. Let's pray. <laughs> well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you tonight. And Father, I just, I just thank you tonight, Father, that you used me to bring revelation knowledge. And I thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, are we fighting like hell? Good, good. Staying focused, that's how it started, you know, getting focused. So tonight I'm going to talk about becoming strong in faith. Focusing on becoming strong in faith. A lot of times we, we get going and okay, and but we don't but we don't work on becoming strong in that. When you go to a gym, if you want to work on something, if you want to work on your biceps and your triceps or, or something, you work on, on becoming strong. Are you not? Well, in the word of God, in order to become strong in faith, you gotta work on your faith. You can't just assume. And a lot of people see the promises of God and see that God promises to answer prayer, but they don't, they don't put the effort in in prayers. It's not the works that cause, that cause God to answer, but you've got to work on becoming strong in faith, or you just, you, you're not, your answer won't come. Amen? We have to become, and because faith pleases God. But let's look at Romans chapter 10, verse 17. It says, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The word of God. So there's going to have to be a lot of hearing going on. Not just once on a Sunday, but a lot of hearing going on. We listen to the word all the time at our house. We're listening to the word. We're reading the word. It's very important to keep strong faith. Amen? Now, I want us to go to Joshua. And we're going to look at Joshua. Uh, and Caleb and so forth tonight, but let's look at the Joshua chapter one and how God, I mean, I've seen so many things in these scriptures. I was like, wow, I don't think I saw that before. You say, Pastor Judy, don't you study the Bible? I'm telling you, I always learn something new. You know, a scripture I could have read a hundred times and then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I didn't see that before, you know? But let's start, we're gonna, I'm gonna break it down as I go was Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. It says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, minister, saying, Moses, and so verse 2 says, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given you. 
as I said unto Moses. Notice where he says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I've given you. Notice that they had to get their foot on something. They had to get their foot on what he gave to you. He said, the sole of your foot. Now, now, now realize that it should have only taken the children of Israel about, ten, some people say 10 days, some people say 11 days, at the maximum to go to the promised land, to go where God told them to do. But they had 40 years that they had to wait for a generation to die off. Because why? Because their faith wasn't strong. They listened to the spies that brought back an evil report. In Numbers, I'm not going to go there tonight, chapter 13 and 14, it gives the story and how they went to the promised land and they said, yes, it's a land that overflows with milk and honey but it's a land of giants, and we look like grasshoppers. Can you imagine? I mean, that's pretty big. If you see, you know, between a grasshopper and a giant, right? And so we, they, they, had a, they adopted a grasshopper mentality, and they had to wander for 40 years to die off. And the only two that believed God, if you read the story, they, they really tried to get the people to shut up and stop saying those things and to go into the promised land, was Joshua and Caleb, and they had what, the, what is called a spirit of faith on them. Amen? And so they had to wait for this whole, so Moses, God gives this promise to Moses, and he's, he's to go over into the promised land, but now Moses is dead, and now he's telling Joshua the same thing. He's saying, I want you to arise. I want you to go over to the Jordan. I want all these people going to the place, and every place that the sole of your feet shall walk upon, I'm, I'm giving it to you. Amen? I've already given it to you. Just as I said to Moses. And so uh, Joshua and Caleb were the only two that believed God. They were only two that, but, but all the people, they just, they just decided to believe the spies. We listen to too many things that bring doubt and unbelief into our life. Let's go to verse 4. It says, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Man, God was giving them that, that, that land. They were, they were going to go into the promised land and be blessed. And then verse 5, he said this to them. He said this to Joshua. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, say, as I was with Moses. So I will be with thee. I will not fail thee. I will not forsake thee. And we know in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, God said, let, you, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can claim that scripture. Amen. So that we may, uh, verse 6 says, so we, we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was Joshua and I heard the Lord say, as I was with Moses, I would be like, wow. Because how was he with Moses? You cannot get any stronger to be with anybody as God was with Moses. And God said to Joshua, to be strong. He said, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you, Joshua, with the same thing. The same. They saw miracles with Moses. They saw the Red Sea open. They saw, uh, you know, water come from a rock. They saw all of these miracles. And he's telling Joshua, hey, Joshua, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. God still had the promise in effect. He still wanted them to get to the promised land. Let's go to verse 6. Look at what he told Joshua. He said, be strong. I can't, can somebody run up and open this? Thanks. Because it's going to spill all over me if I open it. I'd rather it spill all over you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Joshua verse 6, look at this. Be strong. God's telling Joshua, be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He's making a, a, a God is making an oath with his people. But he says to, to, to Joshua, 
he says, be strong and of good courage. That must mean we, we got to get some courage up. We got to be strong. We got to get some courage when people say the opposite of what God's word says. And he goes on. Now look at, look at verse 7. Again, he says, be strong and very courageous. So in verse 6, he's telling Joshua, be strong. It's important that we be strong in faith. He's telling Joshua, be strong and have a good courage. He goes to verse 7, and he says, be strong and very courageous. He's telling him to be strong again. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. We've got to stay focused in our faith. Everything's going to try to distract you. Remember the week I talked about distraction. Things will try to get you off of the word of God. And he's saying, do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. God's saying, if you'll be strong, and if you'll have courage, and don't turn from the word of the Lord, no turn from the right or the left. See, it takes work to walk by faith. You say, Pastor Judy, that sounds so like whatever, you know. Well, listen, if I gave you directions to my house tonight, and I said, you know, do not take this left, because if you take this left, you will not be able to turn around for 25 miles. You would be paying attention not to take that left, right? We have to pay attention. We have to pay attention to what God is saying to us. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. We have a promise of success from God. Amen? We're strong and we're courageous, and, and we do not turn from the word. God is admonishing Joshua in both verses 6 and verse 7 to be strong. And then he goes on in verse 8. He says, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. The next word is very important. Meditate on it day and night. The word meditate means to think on it, to think on the word of God, not to think on not enough, not to think on a sickness and disease, not to think on, uh, you know, this ain't going to work out, but to think on his word, to meditate on his word. Amen. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth, but to meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And when I saw that, you know, we look at the word of God and we go, how can we do? We can't do everything, you know, though. there's so much in the word to do. But as we meditate on the word, that word gives us the power to be able to do what God has told us to do. Amen? Amen? Then he goes on, then you will be prosperous and you will be successful. How many of you want to be prosperous and successful? Amen. Amen. God wants us for us. And he says, now look at verse 9. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. There's the third time. That's how important it is to be strong in the Lord, to be strong and to be courageous. So, so. He had to work on that. Joshua had to work on that. Amen? Do not be terrified, he says. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He'll be with you wherever you go. The Lord says to, to us today to be strong and be, and be good, good courage. God said, for unto this people shall thou divide an inheritance, the land which I swore to their fathers to give them only be thou strong. Amen? Every single one of us have to build ourselves up in the word of God. Every single one of us have to get strong, strong in his word and his ways. We don't know what lies ahead in the day and age we're living in. But we need to be strong in faith. We need to be in a place where we'll have courage to stand on the word of God. Why? So that we can observe to do what God has said and not what man has said. You know, because there's so many words, words out there. You, you can't uh, put the news on. There is no more good news anymore. A lot of people need to just shut off the news because so many people are afraid to go out of their house. Because that's all they, that, that's all they hear. 
It doesn't matter. We don't, we, you know, we don't care about what the Senate or the Congress or the President or anybody says. We don't care what they say. We pray. We pray for our country. We pray for those leaders. But we only care about what God says. Amen? And we have an assignment to reach th this world. We have an assignment to see a generation reached and experienced God. Amen? And honestly, we, we don't just have an assignment to reach the next generation and the next generation, but I believe we have an assignment to reach the generations that have not heard before us. And there's a lot of them around. There's a lot of people in my generation that have not heard yet. But there are always, there's always going to be opportunities to become discouraged, to be afraid, and the enemy will try and weaken you. But where God, when God said, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you, Joshua, we have that same promise. God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you, Justin. As I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you, Linda. I'm going to be with you as I was with Moses. And he gives the promise at every place, the sole of your foot shall tread, I've given it unto you. So many promises in, in this verse. Amen? But he says, if you don't allow yourself to be turned to the left or the right, but you stay on course, you will prosper, he says this in the word, wherever you go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the price of gasoline goes up to $20 a gallon. If we stay on course with our faith, if we become strong in faith, believing that God will supply all of our needs, believing that uh, he, he will rebuke the devourer, believing that he opens up the windows of heaven and causes blessings to come upon us, believing that God will take care of us, it doesn't matter. You can't let those things... Uh, be the rule in your life. It doesn't matter if taxes go to 70%. And they might someday. I don't know. They're pretty high right now. But I'm telling you, God will take care of us. If we're in the word of God, if we're strong in the Lord, if we, if we become strong in God and we become courageous in him and we keep our eyes focused not to the left and not to the right, but we go forward and we just just refuse because you, the, the devil will bring all kinds of things your way. But you know what destroys the work of the enemy? Is the shield of faith. It stops him in his tracks. He gets confused. He can't read your mind. He can just be putting thoughts in you, but he doesn't know what you're taking. Every time you get an evil thought, you need to say the word of God out loud. Amen? God will bless us. God will take care of us. If we put the word of God first and become strong in our faith, it will we'll never run dry. The oil will always be there. And if, if need be, your clothes will never grow old. <laughs> I have a lot of closets. I have a lot of clothes in my closet that I, I just won't, don't want to throw them away. <laughs> you know, I just, some are, are really old. <laughs> Pastor said, when are you going to get rid of these clothes? I said, well, I'm going to try to sell them first. <laughs> but the book, of, the book of the law, in other words, the word of the Lord will not depart out of your mouth. So many people are walking around and they're saying what NBC says and ABC and, and the news, Fox News, CNN, I don't know whoever, who, whatever people listen to, but so many people they're just quoting what's going on in the world. And honestly, even, even like, I know that we want to stay updated and we listen to the prophets of God and so forth, but you can get so consumed with that when you should be feeding yourself on the word of God. Amen? But, and and when, you keep, when you keep listening to that, it'll, it'll, it'll provoke fear. You, people start meditating on that. Oh, did you hear this? They're going to pass this law, and they're going to pass that law, and, and they're going to do this. And, 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 and before people are meditating and thinking it, and that's the big conversation, really, wherever you go. I don't know what was happening at your Thanksgiving table, but that's the conversations that are going on. We need to 
spend time not sitting and watching the television and, and what they're planning to do and the laws they're planning to pass, but we need to spend our time meditating in the Word day and night. We need, to, we, we need to spend more time putting the Word of God on the inside of us. And you say, uh, you say, Pastor, I don't think we could find time. I guarantee you, you could find time. What's the priority in your life? What's the priority in your life? If you, if you are in a de de depressed state, you need to find scriptures that bring you out of that. If you are feeling oppressed, you need to go to the word because the devil will have you living under something like this for so long before you realize it. And, but, but we need to run to the word, not run away from the word. The word of God is our answer. And if we remember, the word is alive and full of power. It's active, it's energizing, it's effective, it, it's creative. It'll change your countenance. It'll move the enemy out of the way. It'll destroy the enemy. Amen? When you're meditating on God's word, that, that means that you are talking it, you are speaking it, uh, and you'll have people. People, some, they'll, some people will just they'll laugh at you or they'll mock you or, you know, you, maybe you go visit somebody that doesn't even have a clue and they start talking about whatever, and you say, well, my God's going to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I don't know what you're doing, but my God's going to take care of me, you know? They talk about all the diseases that are taking place. I just want you to know that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And I'm putting the word of God into my life. you got to learn to speak the word of God. Amen? Provision and blessing, God's goodness and his grace. And, and, and watch this. I wrote this. I was, I was typing this out. This just came to me. Then you will wake up every day with an expectation of the blessing. Because that word's in you, and it's expecting something. The word that says, my God supplies all of my need. The word that says, if you ask anything according to my will, I hear you. And if I hear you, then I will answer you. God is not a man that he should lie. You, you, you wake up every morning with that expectation, with God's goodness, with God's grace, instead of waking up. Like, oh no, another day. Ugh. Straighten up that back. Oh. What's going to happen today? Oh, it's raining out. Whatever. I mean, you know what? How about waking up in the morning with the joy of the Lord? With expectation. God, I thank you for the blessing today. I thank you that I'm blessed going in, coming in, and I'm blessed going out. I thank you that your angels have surrounded me, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I thank you that healing is in my household in Jesus' name. I mean, just, you know what? God, you want God to show up at your house? Then open your mouth and start speaking his word. Because he said he watches over his word to perform it. Amen? He's searching for his word in the earth. Sometimes the enemy looks like he's going to overtake us. How many of you felt that way? He's on our heels. And if you do not look to the right, and you do not look to the left, and you keep his word in front of you, you will always step into the victory. Listen, listen, listen. Moses had the sea before him and the enemy behind him. But you know what? Moses had to take a step forward before that sea opened up. We've got to take those steps forward. We've got to take those steps forward in faith, but we'll never know what step to take if we don't have any faith on it, if we're just doing it in our own, our own uh, strength. God wants us to be strong in him. Amen? You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had the word. They didn't care. They said, we, we won't bow. We won't bow to this. But, and it, it didn't matter. They said, they said our, our God will show up. But even if he didn't, they were not going to bow. And it destroyed the people. It destroyed the enemy that threw them into the fire. They burnt up. But Shadmach, Reshach, and Abednego were walking around. And then they had to take a second look because there was a fourth man among them. Amen? And if Jesus has to show up for you, he will. 
Because God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And we need to start believing for that. As I was with Moses, God is saying to every single one of us, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. So when we meditate and we think on, on what, what we're doing, every, every time you meditate on something, the things that you think on are going to come out of your mouth. Sooner or later, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we, talk, we talked a little bit about that last, last week. It's important that you wonder why we're saying the things we're saying. What are you putting into your heart? These are the things that God told Joshua to do. He said, if you'll meditate on my word, if you'll speak my word, if you'll do this, then you will have success and prosper in everything that you do. Not just one little piece, but in everything that you do. We need to start walking around saying that. I prosper in everything I do. God said I would. God said I would. I choose to believe his word. Amen? It says that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then you will make your way prosperous. Who makes your way prosperous? By doing what God has told us to do. And thou shalt have good success. Amen. That, what does that mean? It means you're not going to fail. It's impossible for you to fail. Because for you to fail, God would have to fail. And God's not going to fail because your life is hid in, with Christ in God. Amen. So he says that so many times. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. So we, it's important that we... We work on our faith. It's important that we, that we become strong in faith. If, if I would ask you today, are you strong in faith? Are you strong in your faith for, uh, you know, your finances, your family? Are you strong in faith for your business? Are you strong in faith for your children? You know, like, w what are you doing in that area? You can't, we can't just, a lot of times people assume, well, but we heard them preach that God supplies my needs, but I'm broke, or, or that we don't get sick, but I'm sick. You know, we got to, listen, we're, we're, we're in a spiritual battle. Satan's the God of this world, and the only thing that can overtake him is us. We have all authority. We've been given all power and all authority over the enemy. Satan cannot, he, can, he cannot push us around. But yet he does, because we're not using our faith. We're not speaking to him. We're not, we're not commanding. Uh, we're, we're not using our commanding authority and stopping the enemy from doing what he's doing. We have that authority. We have authority in our homes. We have authority in our cities. We just need to stand in the gap. We got to use our faith in every single area. Even when we, you know, a lot of times we tell people, well, we'll pray for you. Well, we'll pray for you. But we need to, when we say, when we say we're going to pray for somebody, we need to pray in faith, believing they're going to have a breakthrough. I don't care if things look impossible. I keep my faith out there, and I'm believing God for people. I'm believing God for situations. Standing in the gap, asking God to forgive people and, and move. But you do that by faith. Because if you don't, you're going to be like, well... You know, I don't know. Let me see who, who I can pick on tonight. Um, let's see. I'm looking. I don't know about Linda and Eddie. I just, you know, I just don't think they're going to make it, man. I've, I've done, I've done, I've just, whatever. You know, you, you just tell me. I'm not the only one that have done that, that has done that, right? Or you pick a single. Well, I don't know about that, Ellen. You know, she, she just, you know, she... She's just uh, broke all the time, and, uh, you know, I don't know, you know. I don't know if she's going to make it. Oh, get in the gap for them. Get, jump into prayer with them. Start believing God with others. But we've got to use our faith in it, believing that God is moving. I hear people, oh, God, oh, you know, I don't know if God's going to move it. The tribulation's coming, and all oh, this is happening. I speak to people, and I'm thinking, my God, I'm glad they're not God because... Because there's so many people not saved yet. I mean, God's mercy, uh, merciful. 
And it's just like, hey, don't, don't say that. Well, you know, they're just whatever. They don't want to do it. No, no, they don't know. We got to tell them. We got to believe God, you know. Let me read you some scriptures about becoming strong in faith, okay? You're going you're to have to put these principles to work. I believe 2024 is going to, I wrote this down, will be a great year of increase and multiplication. We are declaring that and decreeing it in Jesus' name. A year when we will see the supernatural power of God operating in our lives. I'm believing for the flood of God on every side. We're going to say it. We're going to believe it. We're going to see it. Amen? But you're going to have to put these principles to work. Your faith has to expect things. Your faith has to reach out and grab things. And not just, you know, we're grabbing it. We're expecting it. When I go to the bank to withdraw my money, they better give it to me. Or they're in trouble. It belongs to me. Well, the blessings of God belong to us. This is not something new where we have to wish and hope for. We just need to get in agreement with God and believe God for a move of God. Amen? In every area, not just in winning souls, but in our own personal homes. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Just a few more scriptures. Look at this. It says in, in 1 Corinthians, and these scriptures are kind of all over the place. Sorry, guys. I know I gave you all different, they were all different orders. It was just kind of coming out like that. You know, some messages you get, you know, I have the outline, I have everything going. But now the ones you just, you know, the Holy Spirit gives you something, you're just kind of piecing it together. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says this, be on guard. Stand true to what you believe. What are the next two words? Be courageous and be strong. But stand true to what you believe. You, you know what, that, that's, the, that's what um, the enemy did to Eve. Has not God said? He got her to doubt God. He came in and deceived her. Has God not said? That's, you, you, and, and, and well, okay, or, you know, I'll just go ahead and, and messed up everything. But the enemy will try to deceive you. People will try to, you know... But, but we've, got to, we've got to get strong in faith and work on our faith. If, if, you, if you, Some of the things I talked about the last three weeks, you need to go back and you need to listen to them again. Sometimes uh, I listen to, to messages over and over and over and, uh, because I just I want to get that into my spirit and I want to uh, exercise my faith and I want to walk out my faith. Amen? Many of us need miracles, and I believe this is going to be a year of miracles. We're, we're saying it. We're decreeing it in our homes, in our church. Listen, we talk about it all the time. Now we're going to have to grab a hold of those miracles by faith. I believe we're going to see financial miracles. I believe uh, physical miracles. Whatever God has to do, we can, we, this, God is a supernatural God. Why do we want to live for God? Like, I think there's a scripture that talks about praying. Uh, I can't remember how it goes. There's like a form, a formliness or whatever without the power thereof. Does anybody remember that scripture? Yeah. Well, you guys got it. You got all pieces. I want to see the power of God. Amen. And so let's, let's, let's move it from desire, okay, to seeing it happen and start talking to God about it and praying and believing and feeding ourselves on the Word of God. The Word of God is full of miracles all through the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's amazing. That's a picture of who God is. And he showed up for the people. He showed up for people that believed God. Amen? You know, I think Moses was a great man of faith. Moses, God wanted to destroy the children of Israel when they rebelled. He said, let me wipe them off, and I'll, Moses, I'll let you be the inheritor. But Moses instead went before God, and he interceded for those people. He interceded for them by faith, and he told God, this is what people will say, he brought a case before God. Amen? 
He saved those people's lives. How many people's lives can we save? Isaiah 41.10 says this, Fear not, there is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed. And that's what the world is doing right now. Everything is fear, fear, like, focused. Anything you look at, I'm like, two minutes. I, I can't even hear, I, I don't want to watch this. It's just two minutes, and they're going to they're gonna provoke it. There is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of, righteous, of rightness and justice. Do not fear. I am, be not dismayed. And then God said, I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Look at Ephesians chapter 6.10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And if you go on and read that, there's a prayer armor there. But we need to learn to be strong in the Lord. How do you be strong in the Lord? By agreeing with what God says, not with what we feel. And our feelings can be pretty strong. <laughs> we say, and, and, and every, this, this is people saying, we've, said, we've done this at our house. And, and we got a daughter that gets on our case if we say anything out of line, you know? If we say the cabinet looks like it's going to fall. Well, you're right, don't say that, and it won't fall. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But this is what we say. Well, I'm just saying. But Jesus said that we're going to have what we say. But so many times we say, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, I'm just saying this. I don't really mean this, but I'm just saying this. That's not faith. We need to get on ourselves. And we need to correct things that bringing in doubt, unbelief, or just maybe it's like man's wit. Well, I'm just saying this, but I don't really. But you do mean it. If you say it, you mean it. Right? You're all quiet. Don't raise your hand if you did it. <laughs> but he says, finally, my, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I believe God will move circumstances around for you and I as we walk by faith. He'll move things. He'll move situations. God will give you favor in places that you would not even believe. I'm telling you, you just, you know, you just got to grab it and take it by faith and believe. When you leave your house in the morning, the favor of God surrounds me. The angels contend with that which contends with me. You know, just, you just need to believe God. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 92, 12, that the righteous flourish like a palm tree. Amen? We have to get a hold of the promises that are given us. It says in Psalm 92, 12, but the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of leaven. And that word to flourish like a palm tree, it means to stand tall, to live long. And the Amplified says that the righteous will be long-lived, stately, upright, useful, and fruitful. Amen. How do you like that one? Yeah. Amen? So we have to choose to, you know, every single day to meditate on the word of God. Choose not to listen to the propaganda that's out there. Choose not to listen. And I'm addressing these things because it seems to be consuming people, you know? But honestly, just shut the TV off. Shut the rate, whatever it is. Just if, if listen, maybe you'll put it on. I don't know. I'm not against TV. I'm, I'm not saying that. But if you haven't put the word in you, why would you put that on you know it's 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 television you get it it's giving you a vision this is what the united states is gonna do this is what's happening in your neighborhood this is what's happening in your body this is what this is you know one out of three people are gonna one out of 20 people are gonna survive whatever you know they give you these these really drastic they're just building a vision and and before you know it you've got fear you're not expecting god to do anything and you're saying oh well the world's just gone to pot i don't know what we're gonna do i mean i don't know what we're gonna do 
Amen? So it's time to become strong in your faith. Work on your faith. Read stuff about faith. Listen, get focused on faith. Do you, do you, know, do you know more people today are catching the revelation of faith, not just in Word of Faith churches, than ever before? But there's still people that try to tear it down. But I don't know. Everything, every single thing, I can tell you that Pastor Ed and I have received in all these years, it, it was always by faith. We always worked on it. We were writing it down. And, 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 and every single thing that we, we didn't receive and every place that we failed, we didn't use our faith. If we're honest with ourselves, it wasn't God that didn't show up. It was, you know, it was just, we had to learn it. And honestly, when, when we came back here, you know, we just, I mean, we just wanted to see souls saved and people healed. And we didn't really have a whole lot of teaching on the word of faith. But God wanted this message back here. Because when we decided, when, when we came back here and we started this church, and we bought a house because somebody said that nobody will come to your church unless you buy a house because everybody, because all the pastors leave. So we, 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 bought, we, we did something stupid. We bought a house. We lost the house. Wasn't uh, long after that, our daughter was born. Um, they would diagnose her with cerebral palsy. They, it was just, you know, just all of these things are ha were happening, and, and we couldn't, we were just like, so we get this newspaper clipping in the mail, this little newspaper. I don't even know how it came to our house. And it said that Norval Hayes and Kenneth, it was a Norval Hayes newspaper. Norval Hayes and Kenneth Hagen and T.L. Osborne and all these men that we heard of. Now, 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 there's no internet now. There's no YouTube. There's no nothing. But this little paper comes to our house. They're going to be in Houston at John Osteen's. Now, at that point, just before we got that paper, we said, we must have missed God. We need to, you know, we just need to pack up and, you know, going to run off with it like doggies with the tail between our legs. You know, we're just, just, you know. But we got that paper, and both of us felt impressed to go to that meeting. We had $800 to our name. That was including everything. What the, that was including what the church had. But we felt like God wanted us to go to that meeting. We drove to that meeting, and that meeting was at John Osteen's church. And we got there, and they had all these great speakers. And they were all great. But it was John Osteen that ministered to us, because he was a pastor. He had pastored for I don't know how many years. I mean, 20-something years, and nothing ever happened. His daughter was born with cerebral palsy there was all of these things and he got up there and we're just like and he talked about how he caught the revelation of faith and how he began to speak things and how he would sit his little girl in the, in the middle of the house and and speak healing scriptures he would put his bills on top of his table and he would speak to those bills and call them paid and when the collectors would call him and say you know what i need your bill he goes well 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 you better quit calling me or I'm going to put your bill at the bottom of the list. I'm, I'm, I'm believing God, you know. And, and, uh, but, but he built, you know, before he went home to be with the Lord, they, they, he was out of debt. His daughter was healed. He had a, chur a church of 8,000 people. But we went, it was like we just knew that we knew that God had called us back. It was just God reconfirmed that and was giving us direction how to make this work, how to work this, you know? So we, we must have bought all those cassette tapes. We had, I think I still have some of the covers and the tapes, we, I don't know, we just, and we just listened to those cassette tapes over and over, and, and I still listen to them. Some, some of you can find them on, on YouTube. He's, he's really just a great man of God, you know? And, um, and I think Pastor Mike and Law, you guys went down there with us too, right? To one of the meetings. And, and it was amazing. Listen to what he did. And I, I know i got to stop, but, but that meeting that we were at, he flew in. He was believing for cows and, and beef. But that year, because for the meeting, the church itself flew in 
3,000 missionaries from all over the world, paid for them from India and all these other places, paid for their hotel, paid for their food, and paid for them to come to this minister's meeting where the, where the great men of God were speaking so that, in, so that they could see that they can prosper in their country, they could reach the lost in their country, and they were sitting in the same meeting we were. And, that, and they were re learning faith just like we were. And that was, to us, it was so amazing. And it was funny because he shared that he was believing for a cow. A, a cup, I don't know, some kind of cow or something. Anyhow, his, his, his staff or his board, whatever, his, uh, whoever works with him was saying, uh, uh, Pastor, we don't need to believe for a cow. We, we got the money. Let us just go out and buy the beef. Let us just go out. No, somebody's going to give me a cow. Somebody's going to, no, Pastor, let's just go. And finally he yielded to them and he said, all right, go out and buy the beef. You know, And he had a dream. And in his dream, there was a, a cow and a snake, and the snake swallowed the cow. And he woke up, and God said, you let the devil steal your blessing. You know? I mean, that's it. you got to hear the story. There's more details. But, but listen, how many blessings has the devil stole from us? You know? We can see, we can see the victory. I have my worship team come. Uh, uh, did you get something out of this tonight? Yeah. I want you to stand with me. And we're going to pray. And I want you to use your faith with me now, okay? We're gonna pray over this Christmas event the Christmas show. We're going to pray that lives are going to be touched. We're going to pray that when they walk through this church, they're going to feel the presence of God. And we just, we're going to pray over that and we're going to bind every evil spirit and we're going to believe God. We're going to expect it. We're going to expect every seat to be filled. We're going to expect life change. Amen? I mean, it might not be life change that night, but they'll come back. They'll come back. So will you agree with me as I start to pray? Yes. Hallelujah. Now, Heavenly Father, we as a church come before you, and we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that if we ask anything according to your will, that you do hear us. And you said that if you hear us, you'll grant us the petition that we desire. And Father, we pray over this, our upcoming Christmas show. And we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that as, as the presentation of Jesus is, is presented, Father, I just pray that people's eyes are open and drawn to you in the name of Jesus. I speak to every seat in this place, and I call it full. Father, I pray that every seat will be filled with families in the name of Jesus. I pray that it'll be the best event that they have ever seen, that your favor will be upon it. They will just be amazed and leave feeling so good that they know that they have to come back in Jesus' name. Lord, as we throw out the nets again, we thank you for a great and mighty harvest. I thank you in Jesus' name. I pray for every family in this place, every person that's been invited. I just thank you, Father, that you draw them by your spirit. And Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over this Christmas show. And I, I take the authority that you've given us over the enemy. And Satan, in the name of Jesus, we bind you every hindering spirit that tries to stop people from coming. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We stop you in the name of Jesus. We declare that people are loosed and coming from everywhere, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I just thank you for the anointing. That your anointing is on this Christmas show in every way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The anointing that breaks yokes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father. Will you agree with me? Where two or more agree is touching any one thing. It shall happen. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, if I were you, 
you better get here early and get your seat because it's probably going to be taken up. Then you might have to give it up. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to bow your heads for just a moment. If you're here tonight and you've not received Jesus, I want to invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, Whoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It also said that God so loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross, and that whoever believes on that would not perish but have everlasting life. You need to know that you've been forgiven, but you've got to receive your forgiveness. You've got to receive Jesus. He took the place. He took your place. We should have been punished, but he took our punishment. So I'm going to pray right now, and it's so simple. If you just ask Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life and believe on him, you will be saved. Amen? There's no question about it. And if the devil tries to say, you know, tries to question, I know people come to me and say, am I really saved? If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're saved. Are you ready to pray? Heavenly Father, I come to you now. And I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord. And I thank you today. I'm forgiven. I'm born again. And I'm going to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you said that for the very first time, let somebody know, okay? Let them know. You can fill it out on your Connect card. We have a free gift for you. But let us know. Let's Listen, when a person gets born again, I, w I, I was telling Pastor tonight, we were driving in the rain, and I said, you know, I remember when I got my first car, and I was driving in the rain, and somehow I skidded and got a blowout, and my car went sideways and blocked all the lanes. And every car stopped. They were, it was like lined up. And everybody had to come out and all that stuff. It was a pain in the butt. But anyhow, I think about that. And I thank God, I thank you. You saved my life so that I could be saved. I was not saved back then. So many of us could have been dead. But God in his mercy Man, I'm so thankful when I, when I talk about salvation. So when you get saved, you want to tell everybody. Don't you want everybody to know him? Amen? You want to tell everybody. Don't listen to the people say, well, I just keep it in my heart. It's right here. We don't talk about it. That's not what God said. He said, go and tell. Amen? Go and tell.